Hey there, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Original Slacker Podcast presented by Round Guys Brewing Company. I'm your host, Bill McGinney, and today we're going to be talking with Patty Brett and Scott Rudich. Scott Rudich, obviously, Round Guys Brewing Company founder, mastermind, beer god, and we have Patty Brett, who is the the Bowie diva down in the city from Doobie's Bar, and we're really excited to have both these guys on Rocco and I are uh, just throwing back some loving aliens and and really pumped about doing this interview today. So without further ado, let's jump right into the talk. That is so. What what happened was um, I I personally um, myself was very unorganized for uh, Philly Loves Bowie Week Part Two. Um, I did not get my uh, spongy butt out to enough venues about uh, this new beer. Um, so when all was said and done, we had an entire fermenter um, of Buddha Suburbia extra. Um, so. Being things where they, you know, things where they are, and, and knowing that um, I have to start planning ahead. In January of last year, I decided to let these barrels rest in um, in some rye whiskey barrels, Sagamore rye whiskey. Um, we get them from Northeast Barrel Company uh, right here in Lansdale. Uh, Pat's a great guy. Um, he's a great guy because he lets me pick up barrels and then comes pick up the check like three, four, five, six weeks later. So <laughs> that's why he's a great guy. As a matter of fact, he uh, he came in and I paid him on Friday for. Some barrels. I, I feel sometimes I feel like wimpy. Can I? Uh, I'll pay. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for some <laughs> barrels today. Um, but oh, here's, uh, here's the July payment. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so no. And then we um, we had uh, ordered some fruit, um, some fruit puree, and I had um, 44 pounds of boysenberry. So we decided to mix some boysenberry, um, <laughs> Buddha of suburbia, and rye whiskey. And, and it's been sitting down there for 11 months. It comes up. This Wednesday, we'll be putting it in uh, in tanks. Um, it's it's got a nice tartness from the fruit. The whiskey comes across the the rye comes across very nice. Um, Complements the uh, the chocolate notes. Um, and uh, I was surprised we put the boysenberry in about four months ago, and there's still a significant um, boysenberry uh, character. And uh, one of our brewers, Mark, actually said, "Should we add more boysenberry?" and Part of me with the growing trend of the uh, fruit puree beers and all that was like, yeah, let's over boysenberry it. And then um, as I went down and tasted everything, I'm like, I said, no, I think I think the the tartness and the acidity from the the fruit and the uh, the roastiness of the beer, everything's kind of melding right. Let's not go over balance, the top. Balance, balance. Let's yeah, let's not get extreme. So uh, we are we're opting out of um, a second blueberry. So it's not going to be double boysenberried. It's just going to be single boysenberry. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Yeah, I it's. I really uh, can't wait for this one. Yeah, that'll be that. That's a. Um, that's a beer that I. Uh, I I hopefully will not enjoy too much of. <laughs> <laughs> I will enjoy it, but I don't want to enjoy oh, too much it's of. It's got all those things in it that I love: fruit, malt, whiskey, rye. <laughs> <laughs> How can you go wrong? I might have to drink it with shots of rye on the side. Uh, that sounds great. Right? All right. Hey, that's going to be God, new citywide down at Tubi's Bar. The Bar. Right? Citywide. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do. Ha- we have 11 of them. 
There we go. And we don't have one that has ranch guys in it, so I think it might have to be. I think it's the time. Yeah. That's right. It's might have to be the 12th week. edition, and I haven't added one in a long time. The 12 days of Citywide. <laughs> <laughs> Where do people find these beers outside of our facilities up in Lansdale and Glenside? Doobies. Doobies. And doobies. <laughs> yeah, so typically the, the rule that, that we've kind of um, worked out with Patty is that um, for Bowie Week, all beers are available to all folks that love Bowie. So if a, ven- if a venue is holding, um, so if a venue is holding an event, they can have the entire catalog um, during the uh, during the year. The draft stays at Doobies um, in cans. We can kind of filter those out as possible. Um, do, do we know if Johnny Brenda's Union Transfer uh, any of these places are going to be? I'm sure Mora will pick I'm up. I'm hoping so. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, is it Mora now? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm sure Mora will order some for Johnny Brenda's, um, and then uh, Patty and I have a, um, a plan to get all the information together, and then I'll start getting out to uh, to the appropriate venues and things along those lines. Great, yeah. Great. I want as many places to have it as possible. So do we. And I got I got to get <laughs> I got to get down to Union Transfer anyway because not only for the Bowie Week, but uh, to see if we can get Liquid Swords in for the Wu Tang um, show on the. Uh, on the 25th of January. So yeah. I'd love to I'd love to have a bunch of pictures of GZA, um, you know, playing in the background with someone having a uh, liquid swords can uh, in the right. foreground. So. Yeah. By John Comerford. Yeah. The yeah, initi- initially I didn't want anyone to ha- I wanted it to be very exclusive, but <clears throat> I've I've changed my I've changed my tune some. <laughs> I become gracious as time passes. <laughs> yeah, that- and 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 I don't actively market the draft anywhere. But doobies. So if, if someone were to come up to me and say, hey, I really like this beer, I really had it, um, usually it's a, hey, Patty, can I, uh, can I send a keg over? It's like, sure, no problem. Or, um, but for the most part, it's, if you want them, they're, they're doobies. They're doobies these, or round guys or Glenside. These are essentially one-offs that are going to be run until the batch is finished, correct? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll do – Patty likes to keep cans, so we'll do – like I'll probably do a second batch of Buddha um, – uh, you know, probably in April or May, and then we'll look at doing another one um, probably in the fall. Um, plus, I'm going to be doing something else barrel aged for next year. Um, you know, we'll, we always have something left over. So it's it's a it's more of a um, as we get time and we get uh, tank space and we get that we'll, we usually run through and do the same the same thing with Loving the Alien. The predominant amount of our production is Sigma Kids, the double dry hopped. There's still a need for the green cans every once in a while, and and you know, I let Patty know if there's a draft she needs from the original recipe. Just let me know, and we'll we can do a few kegs of that at a time. Right. Um, there was the wine barrel aged, loving the alien as well. That was really yeah. good. Chardonnay. Yeah. Chardonnay. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was excellent. That, yeah. have, Those barrels are, they make everything great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still have we still have two sixtals of the barrel aged, the wine barrel aged, loving the alien. Really. So yeah. I hold on. Mm. I've been holding on to it. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's like I'm here. Maybe we'll what have are we six doing? beers for yeah. Bowie Week. Yeah, maybe. There, there we go. Uh, yeah, and it would be remiss of me to not mention Keith Griebman in the mix here because Keith has done all the labels for each one of these, and I think this year is the first year it dawned on him that it's part of Bowie Week, even though I've told him probably like three or four <laughs> times. And he texted me the other day. We're working through the label for Never Get Old. Yeah, which take. It's taking a little longer than I anticipated, but that's, you know, sometimes you go back and forth. and I can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, some wiggling, wiggling around there, and uh, and and he texts me. He's like, oh, this is for Bowie Week? I'm like. <laughs> well, it's one, of the, it's one of those things that, one of, I mean, you, a lot of times people laugh about artists. One of the things that 
Um, I do like about our labels and the way we do them. I love Keith. Just saying, you're a great guy. No, one of, like one of the things that you mentioned earlier with the art gallery, um, I believe, I mean, they might not all be professional artists, but all the people that are doing our labels are artists first. And they got into labeling and beer, where in the past it's always been our first, our first, two, um, our first two folks that were doing our labels were graphic designers. Um, and so that was very good and very functional because they would take whatever's in your brain and put it on paper. But I, I do like the approach now with Keith that I'll sometimes like Bill ask me about what's, what do we, what do you want for this label? And I'll give him the, the name, the title, and I'll give him a bunch of lyrics and be like, just give this to Keith and see what inspires him. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not trying, I'm not trying to take what's in my brain. Um, you know, I might every once in a while have like, um, like with the one beer we did, uh, Samurai Cop, um, that uh, John Comerford is one of our artists. Um, I, I, we found that name, and it's it's not my favorite Dave Matthews song. I don't think I have a favorite Dave Matthews song, um, but I just I, that was like that would be that would be something to give to an artist and let them come up with a really cool visual. I don't have a visual for it, but that's that. So we that's the really cool thing I like yeah. about working with Keith is you know like. Um, Another beer would be uh, Venom Radio, which is a lyric from a song by The National. I had no idea what the label was going to be. I just love the song, and it, the song means a lot to me. So I give it to Bill. Bill works with the artist, and they come out with some great graphics. Right. And, and that's... he did even the little stuff like having the little signals come off, and the little signals were little snakes coming out of the uh, the box. Our thing is it's so much fun, and it's great for the brand. Like you said, you know, it's it encaptures again, like, it's the glue, but it encaptures kind of the personality and the. Um, the emotion you have to that, that actual brand, you know? So, uh, yeah, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on the original Slacker podcast. I think we have kind of exhausted our talk about Bowie week. No, and oh, there's, there's not many more. possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't, we haven't tried drinking yet, but, um, it is, oh, is it time to drink? We're it's done. Always, it's always time to drink. <laughs> then we're done. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Scott. And thank you, Patty, for coming on. And, yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone out at Bowie Week. And just so you're aware, it goes from the 4th of January out to the 13th, and that's two weekends around Bowie's birth and death because they're two days apart. On no, the don't say the, the bad D word. I'm sorry. And, and what, what the day he was? left us. The day he left us. Yes. Yes. He, he went up in the stars like Ziggy. That's right. Because he is the star man. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Great little chat we have with Scott and Patty. Uh, you got the great in-depth on the, pretty much how we make the beer here around, guys. You got a great little uh, tutorial on that. And then over Patty's end, man, what an experience with Bowie. She actually got to hang out and, and meet the guy. I mean, that's you got to got to sit out and, and be part of a culture that is definitely probably one of the greatest fan groups, fandoms in the history of music. I want to remind everyone that the original Slacker podcast is presented by Round Guys Brewing Company. We have three locations. We have the Glenside Ale House, which we just opened up down in Glenside. We have the Underground, which is where this is being recorded at. And if when we're doing recordings, people are able to come in. If you want to come down and watch a show, just let us know. Uh, we have these recordings up on Facebook, either through facebook.com slash the original slacker or facebook.com slash rgbc underground you can go to events and see what is coming up 
and it's free entry. Grab a coffee from upstairs in the back of Airbnb and swing on down. Uh, I know we have some music ones slated that are coming up, and we also, uh, first we have the Lancelot Brew Pub across the street, which is the home base, which has the brewery in the back, and then we have a nice pub fair atmosphere in the front with 16 beers on draft. Next time you're up in Lansdale or in Glenside, give us a shout-out. Uh, me and Patty are drinking a lovely alien to finish this episode out. Patty, this is the beer, the first one. What do you think? It's So when Scott and I first brewed this together, I said, I, I don't want an IPA, but I also said I didn't want a Saison. And when we were done tasting, Scott said, yeah, I think it's going to be a Saison. And I could not be happier with it. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's got a nice little lemony character. Yep. Uh, very very floral. It's a actually a thinner body, right? Most Saisons are a little thicker, a little more of a meatier body, like a medium body, right? Yeah, Saisons have a quality, and people laugh when I say this, but Saisons have this quality to them. And I, while I've never tasted shoe polish, it's it tastes like what I imagined shoe polish would taste like. And this is just so bright, so clean, so crisp. It's really bright. I Not really, just the color, the flavor really I bounces really, out of you. I really, really enjoy yeah. it. And one of the things that I said to Scott initially was, I want it to be something I'm going to drink. I want this to be my favorite beer. And it is. There you have it. This beer does not taste like shoe polish. Patty Brett. Thank you so much for coming on, and everyone have a great week. Thank you.